Welcome, everybody, to another Motive Podcast. My name is Shaden Bertinoli. Glad to be here with you. I hope you're having an amazing day. I was ride, driving to work today and um, had a terrible start to my day today. And and t- had you know how it goes when you have great intentions by to get a lot of things done by 8 a.m., which I'm sometimes an idiot for trying to do. But... Uh, yeah, none of it got done. And I was on my drive to, to work just like battling shame and battling like anger. And uh, that song came out. I don't remember who sings it, but it's 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 going to be a good day. Came on. And I I realized, I, I just I kept hearing, I'm like, yeah, like, do I have, do I have the faith to say it's going to be a good day? And, uh, and I, I want, and I've never, I haven't really asked that that way before. And lately, there's been a pattern where it's like, I've been asking myself, asking myself, do you have the faith too? And uh, another one has been, do you have the faith to be positive? Do you have the faith to be a positive person in the world right now? And and, and this morning was, you know, do you have the faith to have a good day? And do you have the faith to believe in that you're going to have a good day? And I feel I feel prompted to talk about that and um, to get into like what you what you believe. And it goes, you know, there's a lot that uh, last, my last episode that I did talked a lot about trauma and beliefs as well. But I want you to, I want you to think about your life right now and something that you are trying to, think about something you're trying to change. Maybe it's something you're trying to improve on. Maybe it's something you've been trying to do for a long time and you just continue to struggle with it. And now I want you to ask yourself, do you do if you and like try to get whatever it takes for you to like take a breath and just like be as honest as you possibly can with yourself and i want you to ask yourself do i truly truly believe that i can do that thing okay so i'm going to fill in some blanks okay first for so many for people that that i work with and and just my own life too but just yeah, people I work with and, you know, the Motive Men group and, and stuff like that. We talk a lot about this, but do you really, do you really believe that you can lose weight and be healthy again? Do you, do you truly believe you can be happy, that you can have peace? Do you truly believe that you can be without pornography in your life, that you can have a life where it doesn't exist? anymore do you do you truly believe that your marriage could be a flagship example marriage to other people do you truly believe your worth is infinite and does not have to be earned okay i could just keep going on and on I, I dare say that we, we busy ourselves for lifetimes in what I would call a process of change. What I mean by process of change is by when someone comes in and says, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. And they'll name off everything they've tried to do to conquer said problem. 
And it's funny because I'll listen to it and go, yeah, you're right. I mean, I shouldn't say it's funny. It isn't funny. It's sad. It's discouraging at times, right? That's where hopelessness comes from a lot of the time. Is they'll name off a lot of things. I had someone I had someone a while back tell me that they had seen over 25 therapists. Tell me that's not discouraging, right? That'd be tough. So they so what happens is they've tried changing behavior. They've tried so much and with and and it's amazing. Like I look up to every single one of you and, and for trying. Like it's amazing how much effort we'll put in, how many books we'll read, how many podcasts we'll listen to, how many programs we'll follow. I mean, we'll do it all. The money we'll spend, I mean, it's 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 immense. But if you don't believe, it won't matter. And I do think there is chronological importance or sequential importance to what we're talking about. Meaning, belief must come first. So if you look at biblical or scriptural doctrinal language, if you can even have a desire to believe, that is enough. Or to have a a mustard seed of faith, just a a glimmer of belief. I'll never forget my first um, area on my mission was in... uh, was in uh, Zwickau. Sounds like I forgot, right? Zwickau. And my com- my companion, my if you don't, if you're not a member of our church, I would call him a companion. But it's you know, LDS missionaries they they go by twos, and so is my buddy that was with me. And we uh, we had we were teaching this seventy uh, two year old woman, and uh, she had never ever believed in God and had never spoken a prayer. And it was the coolest, I mean, one of the coolest experiences of my of my spiritual life to sit with Shvesto Urtel and listen to her say, Dear God, if in a shaky voice, like if if you are there, can I please try to get to know you? Amen. And it was like this, <laughs> it was so simple. And it was just a mustard seed of faith to just try to believe. Now it's neat because if, if you slow it down, what came first, the prayer or the, the belief? Well, the belief had to. It was just this tiny little idea that had to have been in there for her to then act. And so men, m- much of the time we... We are acting from these small beliefs, which is good, right? It's, it's really good. But I think sometimes to conquer some of the demons that we have, our belief must grow larger. It can't, it has to get bigger. It has to be more definitive. It has to be something that attaches to your soul. Something that is just, that isn't just, a, it can't just be like an affirmation. In other words, a, an affirmation that's just written down. 
it has to be a statement that ties into your your emotion into into like a, a huge part of you that that you truly believe in I, w- I would say that it from my language it would actually become like a testimony for you like i can do hard things is something when i say that it resonates it's not just like this cliche statement like it's an actual belief and so when it comes to these it, these issues in your life so many so many people like so many of you have attempted to 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 break through these things and and the amount of failures has added up extremely larger than the amount of successes and so what happens is is you have this you have this database of failure juxtaposed with a database of success and it's completely outweighed and so it's really easy to just take it one by one and weigh it out and say well I guess, you know, like I can't because the evidence is there, especially with pornography. I mean, how many failures for someone dealing with pornography? You have failed thousands of times. And so you, but then you've tried over and over and over again, at which I commend. And then you try new things and you try new things and you try new things. But one of the most difficult things to be honest about, that's why I said that in the beginning of this of this uh, podcast, is you've got to be honest with yourself. Do I really believe that I can be free of this? And if you don't, that's where you've got to begin. Now you might be saying, okay, how? You know, how do we do that? And I'm here to tell you, that it, it, it might not have evidence. It actually starts with, if you will, like scripture. What is scripture? Scripture are, are statements that one can read that are assumed to be true. And I believe they are. But we read them and our mind picks up on them. And when we read them, there is an emotional or spiritual experience, if you will, a conviction that can occur when we read them. Like, I can be forgiven. And you haven't even been forgiven yet, but when you read it, something happens inside of you. So that statement of saying that over and over and over and over again, because maybe you don't believe you can be forgiven very, very well. Let's, just, let's, talk, let's talk about it less in a black and white way, and zero, maybe zero out of 100. Zero out of 100, you're at like a 20 with I can be forgiven. Or maybe you're like a 15 with I can truly overcome pornography. Okay, so let's, how do we build it up? There is power in repetition. There is power because, and, and I wish I could actually say that, I wish I could, I could understand this more because I just don't. But I know, I know our subconscious is real. I know there is, there is a reason that deja vu is real. There's a reason that we dream. There is a reason that things occur during sleep with nightmares and with dreams to sort through our life's experiences that we are not even aware of. There's a reason when you get in an accident, everything can just slow down. And it's, it's, it's spiritual. And so there, there are things that are below that need to get into that, those, the fibers of our subconscious and that then can allow and, and be like a seed that can start to grow and start to change us in those moments. So for example, I had a story from someone a couple weeks ago, and we had a session where we were, we were working on the belief. And 
they, uh, I challenged them. I said, I want you to say 10, 12, 15 times a day. I can, I think he made up a statement of like, I, with Christ, I am powerful enough to overcome pornography forever. And when he first said it in my office, he was like, man, that sounds good, but it's just tough. But I said, say it over and over and over and over and over again. Because it still resonated. Okay, the rule was it did it did create emotion for him. It did create conviction for him. It wasn't just a, a blank statement. So what happens? He comes back in. I said, hey, man, how you doing? And what do you think he said? He said, well, crazy enough. I've actually been a lot more powerful. I've been a lot stronger this week. <laughs> you know, in my head, I'm like, I think I probably know why. But I said, why? What do you think's working for you? And he said, you know, I would have never thought that this would have happened. But this week when I was tempted with pornography, because I'd been doing what you said, I, without even trying, as soon as I was tempted, this statement came to my mind faster than the other thoughts that I used to have, which was to indulge and to go and to go find it. He said it was like a race and it, and it like beat, I, I won. He's like, I won the race. My subconscious believed that with Christ, I can, I can overcome this forever. And so what did it do? It started to, it started to act like that. Like in, internally it acted faster than my thoughts could almost. Now, now, if you're listening, please, I don't know all of the difference between subconscious and thoughts. And it's like, it's, 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 it's mixed. All I know is I'm in the experience with myself and I'm in the experience with hundreds of people and I know it works. And it was so cool to see him like have hope. And he realized, and it was neat to hear him say too, you know, Shade and I just, I realized how, how much I just, <laughs> when it, when I look back at my life, and the times when I was really, really sober, if you will, and, and, and clean and not relapsing for months and even years was when I believed the most. And then he, you know, it's the same, same kind of situation where it's like, yeah, and I've, I come in here, I tell you that I've tried everything. But the truth is I, I hadn't tried believing yet. And I said, well, let me, I said, I have a question for you. He said, okay. And I said, what, why do you think you haven't believed? And he said, honestly, now that I think of it, I think the thing that I couldn't get honest with is that I knew, I think I've known deep down that if I truly believed, I would actually have to give it up. If I truly believed, I'd have to be all in. If I truly believed, I would have to experience the unknown of what a future is like without it. He said, and now that I'm in it, I could see how much that scared me. I can see how much it was it, doing, doing all of these things was actually just avoidance. Like I, I'm honest with myself that deep down busying myself with all of the stuff, if you will, to, to change and all of the inner, all those, all the techniques and skills and stuff. He's, you know, he said, I know they weren't for nothing, but I know that deep down 
it's so that I could look like I was changing. But in all honesty, I wasn't ready. And I looked at him and said, man, that's one of the most honest things I've ever heard said. And I think we all can relate. That the chaos we know is often better than the chaos we don't. And that the fear of the unknown without that thing, without the struggle, the person we can become, the light that we can shine, the the powerful force that that we can be. We're terrified of that. I'm terrified of that all the time. So we hide. And we we hide behind good things. <laughs> you might hide behind this podcast. I don't know. Again, that's why I'm so passionate about relationships. It's not the thing itself. It's the relationship to it. Is food bad or good? I don't know. It's your relationship to it. Is the mode of podcast good or bad? I don't know. It's your relationship to it. Now, pornography? Yeah, not good, but it's also your relationship to it. Because there are FBI agents out there that are hunting down pornography stuff all the time and they see it. Doesn't mean they're. it's a relationship to it. So I hope, I hope for just a moment you can, well, you, you, you have to look into the pain that perhaps you're not ready to experience by being as honest as you possibly can about why you don't believe. But beyond that, instead of wasting time sometimes thinking about why you don't believe, I dare you to try. I dare you to believe in the thing you thought was unbelievable because I wonder why you've been tempted to believe that it's unbelievable. It's called resistance. Of course you have felt like it's unbelievable. That's all Satan's got. If he can get you to believe that something's unbelievable, then he beat you. If he can get you to believe something's impossible, then he beat you. And certainly don't leave God because you've tried everything. Please. And you think he's let you down. And that's where there's such a spiritual opportunity to not just repeat a sentence in your head, but to take any any spiritual promise given to you, whether it's through scripture, through blessings, through whatever it is that comes to you, and tie it into your soul and use it as an anchor, use it as a as a powerful source of energy to move in a direction that is good. But it must be repeated more than the dark. 
And you know darn well that half the episodes I've ever recorded have to do with shaming yourself and how you talk to yourself and how you speak. And so if, if you're, if you, if you've got 60 thoughts that have just destroyed you, like my morning was going this morning, it can be very difficult for one thought that's, you know, that I can do hard things to, to beat all of those thoughts. Now I will say this morning it worked. One song came on and said, it's a good day. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. So guess what I did in my car? I put the song on repeat. I have a 12 minute drive. I think it came on like two minutes into my drive for 10 minutes. I just, whoop, my phone just dropped for 10 minutes. I just repeated the song over and over and over and over again. And I said, it's going to be a good day and it's going to be a good day. And I started to smile and you know what? It has been a good day. It's been a great day. And not just because of circumstances, but because of effort, because of what it's done to me from an energy standpoint of just being connected, being present. I promise it works. And again, therapy helps. Therapy helps to help you to have a, a sounding block, a sounding board for you to, to create some beliefs for yourself. Even if it's just one, one session to come in and do the work to make sure that you are battling this. My course, the last module in my course that's on our on motiveacademy.com, the last module we have is all about what I call defective beliefs. And and so it's a it's an assessment tool that I have to help you to realize like some of the beliefs you have that are probably definitely hurting you. And then I have a a, a form on there that has what's called sufficient beliefs that is designed to help you replace those those defective beliefs in a healthy way. And, uh, so if you haven't go ahead and jump on that and I promise it'll help you too. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I hope you all have a great day. And maybe I should say, I don't hope it go have a good day. It's a great day and you can have a good day. Even if all of the day today has been terrible, you can have a good day right now. We'll see you on the next one.